Welcome in, everybody, to the PHNX Suns podcast. I'm Lindsay. That's Flex. That's Espo. Gerald Borgay will be joining us here in just a little bit from the Footprint Center with information from the coaches and the players. But unfortunately, our Phoenix Suns fell to the Oklahoma City Thunder 111 to 99 in yet another fourth quarter meltdown. This is one of the worst fourth quarter teams I have ever seen in basketball history. Yes, they're shorthanded. Yes, it's early in the season. But this team continues to do the same thing over and over again. They're the NBA's version of the Back to the Future tr trilogy. Same plot, slightly different changes each time. Nothing is working when it comes to the fourth quarter. Two of 21 tonight. They shot 10 freaking percent in the fourth quarter. This team can't buy a bucket. It's on the players. It's on the coaching staff right now. This is a hot, utter mess in the final quarter. They are now, let me let me do the quick math here. What was the, the final was 111, uh, 99. So that's 12 points. They're up by six. That's 18. They are now minus 61 in fourth quarters this season. A minus 61. It's unacceptable. Yeah, no, listen, it is this is not a good basketball team without the head of the snake. I'm I'm comfortable saying that. Hey, hey Eric, put that uh Eric uh Ripley one up. He just put something up. There we go. Okay. Very simplistic, but men lie, women lie, numbers don't. <laughs> That's your answer right there. Okay. okay, they don't they don't have these collapses. Now we he's only played two games. Devin Booker's only played two games. Without Devin Booker, this team is terrible in the fourth quarter. Devin Booker happens to be your point guard, aka your quarterback. He's also a really good finisher and he's an MVP candidate. It's just hard. Listen, if if you if you guys both told me we're gonna play this entire season without Devin Booker, get ready to be in a lottery. Because this is not a great basketball team. That guy is that important. Now, that's, that's insane when you have Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal, and you're good in three quarters out of the game. I just don't. That's I, my I don't problem. get what's, what is, is the difference when it comes to the fourth quarter. The ball completely stops. Now, it's just it's mind-boggling to me. You, you have a six-point lead going into the fourth, mm -hmm. and you forget how to shoot. You shoot 10%. I could make 10% of my shots, and I'm a fat, unathletic man. Yeah, listen, it's it's a little psychology, I think. Psychologically, it's in their heads. Um, I, I Again, I'm going to keep harping on the point guard. They just don't have a point guard to regulate and calm things down in the fourth quarter. And when KD's out of the game, they're getting severely outscored. And KD is 35 years old, and KD is doing everything he can through three quarters to keep this team afloat. And you're asking him to come out in the fourth quarter and be a superhero every night. It's just not realistic. Is this team supposed to, like, listen, uh, another part I want to say, another thing I want to point out here is that they've been terrible fourth quarters. There have been collapses in the fourth quarter. And yet, how many of these games do you think we should have won? A lot of them. Every right. single one of these ones right. blown in the fourth. Right. So, you know, this is one of those things where, again, I'm going to keep it very simplistic. When Devin Booker's back and this big three is together, I think everyone else falls into their rightful roles on this basketball team. And I think a lot of this stuff gets 
resolved organically. But until that happens, this is what we're looking at. I mean, how good are the Golden State Warriors without Steph Curry? Devin Booker is an MVP candidate. He might be the best player on this basketball team. And he's notoriously been very good in the fourth quarter. Like, he's a closer. They're missing that one ingredient. Yeah, but you're saying... They're good through three quarters, Espo, and they're stinking it up in the fourth quarter. And the guy that basically resolves a lot of that for his career has been Devin Booker. And so they're missing that ingredient. And until that happens, this is what you're going to see. I do not think this is a bad basketball team, and I do think this team is going to get it together, and I'm not panicking. But it's, it doesn't feel good right now. I think my biggest question is, is it's not... It just doesn't make sense, okay? I understand that it can be a little bit of a mental thing. It can be a little psychological, but it's not like we're a team full of rookies, okay. right? Yeah. Like, at this point in all of their careers, they should be beyond that. Nice, yeah. You shouldn't have those kind of, like, butterflies or meltdowns in the fourth quarter. Like, they all know better. They know how to play this game of basketball. They, like, your, to your point, Espo, the three quarters before the fourth quarter, you're doing just fine without a point guard. You're doing just fine without Devin Booker. What is it specifically? And I cannot wrap my head around it for the life of me. What is it about these fourth quarters where it's just like they just literally forget everything, everything? Or are they being told? I'm curious, like I'm not trying to like just go straight after the coaching staff here, but are we literally changing things up in the fourth quarter to the point where everyone's being told, get the ball to KD, get the ball to KD? Is that a strategy? Because why is that all that we're doing? Yeah, yeah. You, you, It doesn't make any sense to me. You say, oh, they want Kevin Durant to be the hero, but is that them? Is that KD? To me, I'll go straight at the coaching staff. This is a Kevin Young problem for me right now because – it's an offensive issue. It's a system issue right now. And I get Frank Vogel said that one of the best plays in the NBA is Kevin Durant ISO. But again, can't be your only play in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And if, oh, well, if, if the argument is Kevin Young's system's predicated on the big three, well, then Kevin Young should have had a backup system because he knew that these guys were injury prone and that you were going to probably not have the big three in every game. So what's the backup plan? And right now, I don't feel like there is one. And in pregame, I said I wasn't panicking, but tonight's effort, and again, seeing the same thing happen in the fourth, my hand is hovering over that button. And yeah. I get it. Devin Booker comes back and maybe it fixes some of it. But I also don't want to act like he's the magic elixir here. The best case scenario is this Phoenix Suns team is like the seven seconds or less team when they didn't have Steve Nash. They were straight dookie when they didn't have Steve Nash. Yeah, what was, yeah, what was their record? I mean, in one season, Only it was 7 when, when they were without Nash. And maybe... Maybe that's this. That Maybe was, Devin Booker is such a key to this, like the two-time MVP was with those teams, that it just changes everything. Let but me, let me know, put man. some context behind that, because that's a great point. That team was 62-20 and 20 for the year, and at one point was 31-4. and four. And then Steve Nash got kneed in the thigh in Indiana on a road game. And they went 0-7 with Sean Marion, Joe Johnson, and Amari Stoudemire on that team. And then Steve Nash comes back, and they win, like, 15 in a row. So, yes, there is a such thing as a, a particular player being the glue, the head of the snake, the guy that makes it all work. This team was designed 
to be run by Devin Booker. And Devin Booker has not played all but two games this year. So, yes, I mean, I get it. I know there's people saying Devin Booker. I, I, I'm going to say this right now. I want this same energy. Everybody, everybody in the chat, I want the same energy. When this big three's back together and they win nine out of ten and they're rocking and rolling, I want the same energy because I, I, I just – I get it, guys. You're frustrated. I get it. It's frustrating to see these collapses. But it's not like we're playing games and saying, hey, we're missing Eric Gordon. No. We're missing, we're missing, you know, we're missing not a good player, not a all-star, but an all-NBA MVP candidate that again is very good at what we're lacking right now, which is running the point, running an offense, and closing basketball games. And so, yeah, I mean, I get what y'all saying. I'm not disagreeing with y'all. I'm just saying there is a such thing as a player being that valuable to a team that it, it looks like it's falling off the cliff without him. And, and that's what's happening. Is that but, fair to put on book? Yeah, he, he's a max player. I, it's fair to put on book. He's a, he's a 27-year-old max player who's an MVP candidate who's at this point in his career – is is the guy that's in charge. It's no different in Boston. Jason Tatum has that same situation. Luka has that same situation in Dallas. Take Luka Doncic off the Dallas Mavericks, they're pretty bad. Yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't supposedly have a super team. This is supposed to be a super team. Have Bradley we seen Be- it yet though? No, but look, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant. I get Bradley Beal game 3. You hope he gets better. Kevin Durant has been Kevin Durant with no help around him. But I just keep coming back to the fact that this offense looks looks good in three quarters and can't do anything in a fourth. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Young was part of that coaching staff that for two straight playoffs looked good and crapped out in, in big games, in pressure situations. Yep. And now we're into pressure situations again, and they're crapping you know, out. You know why? And, no, you, you make a great point. I, I love what you're saying. But why why does that work for Kevin Young before at, in that offensive role? Why? Because you got you got the point guard. I, I, you got a guy like Chris Paul who's a point guard who can handle these situations. Okay, but but Kevin Young knew coming into the season he didn't have that, and there was no let's switch things up. Let's okay. have a backup Let, plan. Let's or, figure out. No, how hold, to do hold on. Hold let's on. go get a point guard. Hold on. I'm gonna ask both of you guys, and I, and I love this is not me arguing with y'all. I'm 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 a genuine accents question. Did any of you guys foresee that we'll be 10 games into the year without seeing the big three yet? At any point in the preseason when we were doing shows and we were talking, did anybody feel that? No, but we right. knew at some 10-game stretch we weren't going to ha- yes. see the big three. And just because it's the first 10 games does not change my concern. It it unveils underlying issues with the roster, with the team, that <laughs> Booker may or may not be able to uh, to mask. And it's not my job to come up with a backup plan no, if it's not it happens. Yours. No, you're right. But it is their job. Listen, I, I, I'm going to say this again. I think Saul made a great point in the chat. What did he say? I cannot at all evaluate this basketball team and say if they are good, bad, or anything in between until we see the whole team together. I all mean, right. it's just that simple. And again... I would be really I would be really upset right now if this was Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Brad Beal. And we were missing a Kogi. 
or we were missing Nurkic, and we're losing these basketball games. I get that, but when it's you're not- when you're missing two out of the three, how many? Like, yeah, I, guys, I I just can't. I'm not I'm not panicking. I don't think the sky's falling. And I'm I'm gonna go out here and please y'all can go back and rewind this all y'all want. When this team gets a hundred percent healthy and in the groove, it's gonna sound like comedy that we're saying some of the things that we're saying about this team. I get that, but I'm still upset in the moment. Yeah, and no, I think it's, I'm it's allowed cool. to be no. upset right now because this is trash and I don't wanna I don't I feel like I'm wasting my time. Yeah, and it's, okay. And it's that's not, fair. No, it's that's not fair. Just, it's not it's not okay. It's, it's not just losing games without having the big three. How and the perspective yes. on that yes. is is the problem here. I don't. Care. I watched some of the worst basketball in Suns history courtside while working for the team. Mm-hmm. Some shit basketball with no point guards, no talent, mm-hmm. no nothing. Bad coaching, bad everything. And I can't tell you. I can remember a time that they went two for twenty one in in a given quarter, shot ten percent. And it's not like this is a one-time occurrence. Sure, it wasn't 10%, but they've been abysmal offensively in the fourth quarters. Mm -hmm. And any NBA team should be able to do better than that in a given quarter. But a team that has Kevin Durant and now Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal sure as hell should be able to shoot better than that in a fourth quarter. And that's my problem with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not panicked. I'm not saying this team is total crap for the rest of the year mm-hmm. and all is lost, but that is concerning and it's a flaw and it's something to really look at and take seriously because this if they did this and none of the big three played and you're relying on a, a bench that also didn't have Eric Gordon, I go, okay, well, this was just bad luck. But that's not the case. You have two of your big three, and this is a historically poor offensive quarter, and no NBA team, let alone one running out Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal, should yeah. play like that in a fourth. Ever. I mean, I mean, I, I you know, I, I do feel like Kev, Kevin is doing the best he can. Kevin Durant, and, and what I mean is Kevin Durant is doing the best he can. I mean, the guy's 35 years old, and he he's still putting up fantastic numbers. Uh, Brad, right now, this game was not good. <laughs> this was not a good game. Okay, um, I don't think Brad is a hundred percent ready to rock and roll, and I, and you're seeing it. But I mean, I just don't know what else Kevin can do, except wow. except I, I except just take over the fourth quarter and win these basketball. So I who, think that might be the problem. That though. is the problem. He's trying to do that. Yeah. And you know what? Give me a freaking pick and roll. Give me. Anything that resembles you trying to run some form of an offensive system rather than relying on Kevin Durant to try to play but hero are, but ball. But aren't you seeing that when he's off the court? So what's the excuse for when he's off the court? Well, They're playing their offense. You can't blame KD for the I'm minutes not, he's off I'm the court. I'm not blaming not you. KD. Not you, not I'm saying. Blaming KD isn't in the sense that he's the one who's asking for this necessarily. Blaming the situation that you can't put KD in that position right. to have to do that. I agree. That's the problem. I agree. Like y'all were sharing the ball, equally contributing in the first three quarters, and now all of a sudden it's all on KD. Right. No, I agree. That's not okay. No, that's not okay. So, so who's at fault? Who's at fault? Is all it, is, of it the above. is it is it Grayson Allen? The answer is D. All, is all it, of the above. Is it Grayson it, Allen? It's, it's, all it, of the, it's, it's all of them. It's Grayson. It's Bradley. It's KD to an extent. It's 
coaching. It's everybody because this is a complete systematic failure when you shoot two of 21 and a quarter. That is not that's not one person. You can't point the finger at one person. And I'm not. and, And look, Kevin Durant probably is the one that carries the least blame of it. But still, if he's the guy that's going to wind up with the ball in his hands constantly, there's some blame that goes there. But well, not you can't lay it at his feet, but everybody deserves a portion of this blame when it's this ugly. No, yeah. I, I Listen, I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. I'm just not at the point where I'm feeling like this is something to panic about. Not yet. I, I'm just not. This is not a good basketball team without their best player. I get that. That's what it comes but down to. They're not a gr- be, they're, they're not a great basketball a good team. Good basketball yes. team. It should not. I don't need them to be. They need to be serviceable at the very least. And mm-hmm. right now, it doesn't even feel like we're reaching that level. And you brought up Steph and the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Steph and the Warriors without Steph, but with KD, Draymond, no, no, and no. Clay. No, I, I'm not talking about that. I know, but they, we but have. I'm KD talking about. I'm talking about Clay, Steph, three, and Draymond. The big okay. three. Yeah, that's a big four. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking about a big four. Like that's cheating if you add KD okay. to Warriors. <laughs> I'm talking about Steph, Clay, and Draymond. When you take Clay off that team, they're not very good. When you take Steph off that team, they're not very good. That's just facts. Go look at the numbers. I mean, when when those guys, when that big three's together. And one of them is not playing. They're not very good. They're not okay. They're not a big three like this though, because Draymond is is a guy that does a little th- bit of everything well, but isn't a dominant offensive force at any point. Like you're looking at Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, uh, are are two dominant forces. Yes, you've got to slow down Bradley Beal. Yeah, I get that in part, but this team should be average. They should not be. Again, I'm just going to keep saying it. Two of 21. Two. Yeah, that's anything this game. That's I, 10, anything no. that's 10% in life is pretty much shit. Let's, I mean, if, if you're doing something with 10% effort, you aren't going to have your job much longer, right? I mean, unless you're the best ever to do it, and 10% yeah. from you is better than uh, than 100% from most. But yeah. 10% tonight from the field in the All fourth, right. I can't get off that. All right, so, so can I, is that, I, I'm going to make a bet with you, Espo. I'm going to make a bet right here with you on the show. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll extend the same thing I did to Lindsay. I will take you out to the best dinner of your life if the Suns ever shoot 10% in a quarter the rest of the year. If they ever shoot 10% That's in a quarter the rest of the year again, I'm going to lose my ever-loving mind. Well, they won't. But you know what? They won't. They've been pretty damn close a couple other fourth quarters. So it's not as if we're saying they were shooting 60% in every fourth quarter and they came in and they shot 10 tonight. They've been atrocious. I agree no, with they you. Have been. The yeah. odds that they shoot 10% again in a quarter are very slim. But after tonight, I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. I, I, you'll do any, any place... In Arizona, brother, if they shoot 10% in any quarter for the rest of the year, I will take you out any way you want. And, and, and here's the thing. To me, that's an aberration. To me, that's a, Now, the fourth quarter failures is not. They're failing in the fourth quarters. That's a fact. But tonight was an extreme anomaly. 10%? Okay, but it, mean, it wasn't... It may have been more extreme, but it's not an anomaly at this point when it we've had fourth quarter meltdowns. No, I'm not saying the fourth quarter me- meltdown. Season. I'm talking about 
the the ten percent, how bad the, they were. Yeah, tonight. how bad it was, but they've yeah. been pretty bad. Oh, you're making yeah, me they, have. Like, they have, they have, it's they have. Not, you it's not you looking already? You're making me be Gerald Bourget right now. I'm looking up <laughs> stats to back up the fact that my brain feels like it's going to explode. No, this listen, time. this well, is yeah, this isn't good, guys. This isn't good. I know it feels like crap, but. I mean, I just, I just feel like until I see this basketball team whole, I can't make an assumption that they're one thing or the other. They just haven't been whole yet, well, and hopefully that changes on Wednesday. All I can tell you is that what we watched tonight in that that fourth quarter specifically was boo boo, and I never want to see it again. So yeah, if you'd yeah. like to wash that fourth quarter away, might I recommend a pumpkin porter from Four Peaks? Oh, I'm, I'm ahead got of his you, Pumpkin <laughs> porter out tonight. Uh, get your hands on it while it is still on the shelves. Pumpkin Porter season is coming to a close, so make sure you don't miss out. Also, you can visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. You can also follow Four Peaks Brew or Four Peaks Pub on social media to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. Now, you do have to be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and we ask that you please drink responsibly. Also, if you have not yet been to Gila River Resorts and Casinos, you are absolutely missing out. We were out um, at Wild Horse, right? Wild Horse Pass yep. earlier today for the Cardinals watch party. Hey, at least the Cardinals got a W, guys. Woohoo! Go them. Uh, maybe we'll get one later this go, week when go we're them. out there. <laughs> go football! But Gila River Resorts and Casinos, always a great time. At Gila River Resorts and Casinos, no one does it better. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, so visit playatgila.com for more details. All right, we have a boatload of Super Chats. Let's talk about a few of them here. We'll start at the top. Uh, Trevor sent us one and said... Nobody's scared of the Suns. No discipline defense. No, the only people that are scared of the Suns right now are their own fans. Mm. <laughs> hey oh. Hey oh. Uh, Psycho Blue sent us one. Thank you, Psycho Blue, for your $10 donation to the program. Said, how appropriate that the sky is falling against the thunder. Basketball Cthulhu is going back to bed. <laughs> you did that on purpose. I don't like it, Psycho Blue. That hurt my feelings. Uh... <laughs> I never had to know how to pronounce this one. Maggle Tiger. Maggle uh, Tiger. Said, truly inspiring how this team manages to melt down each fourth quarter. Yeah. It's quite the uh it's quite the accomplishment, I suppose. Oh, it's <laughs> impressive. It's pretty aggressive, yeah. Uh Psycho Blue sent us one flex. This one comes for you. Said, Flex, didn't we make all these big trades to avoid situations where a bookless sons are bad? We saw this last year, too, with no book and Cam J. Yeah, I mean, this is exactly what I make. By the way, they shot four of 19 against Philly in the fourth quarter. What was the percent? 21%. It's not 10. Four of 19 ain't <laughs> it's good. not 10. No, Espo. It ain't great there, no, Flex. No, Espo, I'm not arguing that they're, they're having <laughs> atrocious fourth quarters. But I'm going to go back to your I'm, – I'm fixated on the 10% because that's the number you said. Like, that is an insanely bad number that, I mean, I don't think I've ever, I've been watching basketball my whole life, Lens. I don't think that I've ever watched a 10% quarter from a basketball team. I mean, I hope not, because that sucks. Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like, we're not, but again. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that every fourth quarter they're going to shoot this bad, but it is a trend at this point that they've of had course it is. abysmal fourth quarters. And any team that runs Kevin Durant out there that shoots ten percent, if I told Bob. you, if I told you after they made that trade for Kevin Durant, mm -hmm. 
in February. Yeah. That at any point in a quarter that he played in fully healthy, didn't miss any of it, that they'd shoot 10%, you would have had me committed. Yeah, I would. I would. You know what I would ask you? Is Devin playing? Yeah, and he's and I say no, and you still say I'm committing you because they're not gonna ever shoot ten percent. Yeah, no, you you're right. That's and then just, I'd say, oh, okay, number. well they went four for nineteen. You believe that? You would went no. You're insane. And they did yeah. that too in a fourth quarter, and that's the problem for me. Sorry, I'm done. No, I don't do it anymore. I, no, I get it, man. I get it. I mean, I, I guess I would ask you, what would you do right now to fix this? Well. I would be looking on Wednesday at, night. What would you I would do? be looking at what my, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I'd be looking at what my offensive sets are, what I'm not actually accomplishing. Uh, if I'm not actually running these things, how do I get into that kind of a set and run some pick and rolls? Do I look at having Kevin uh, Drew Eubanks out there in the fourth and running some rolls to the basket like we saw that were successful earlier in the game. I'm going, who do I have in those corners when they're shooting those threes? Do I need to change out those guys? Do I need to be putting Grayson in a position where he's in that corner and not on the ball? Do I need to be, you know, all these things. Yes, a a lot of things. You know, because there's a lot of things that have to go wrong to get where they are. Now, I will give them a small amount of credit that they did make a, an adjustment tonight, right? <laughs> they pulled KD out earlier in the third to close out the third so that he could start the fourth. I'll give them that. It was yeah. a little bit of an adjustment. And the game fell apart. When now let's took, just do a little bit more because that one didn't ga- work. The game was still very much in our grasp right until Kevin took that two-minute break between the mm-hmm. seven-minute mark and the five-minute mark. And so, again, to me, it's not rocket science. Like they, they, It's playing out in front of you. This team without Kevin with Kevin Durant on the bench is pretty bad. Amplified by not having Devin Booker, even badder. Amplified yep. by Brad Bill just being back a couple games and still not being himself, badder. And so I, I don't know how else to put this, guys. Like if this if that's the situation we're handling all year, this team is going to be atrocious. I just don't think that's going to be the case. We, we focus a lot on the offense, too. Mm-hmm. The defense. I don't think it was terrible to... tonight. They had 99 points with like five minutes to play. Yeah, they gave up 100. Yeah, towards the end. Yeah, and, 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 and some of it's free throws. Right. A lot of it. Get, some of it was free throws. I get it, but a lot, there were a lot of slow rotations that gave up wide open four or threes in that uh, at times in that fourth. They're just little things. And mm-hmm. the little things are what's going to sink this team when they don't have a margin for error. Uh, because they don't have the big three. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, they, Lindsay. It, I keep interrupting you. Trying right, to read Lynn, super sorry. Chats. Uh, no, you're absolutely <laughs> fine. Um, so we don't have a graphic for this, but Espo, shall we take a stab at some numbers? We have a graphic? I thought well, you said we. Okay. Oh. There we go. You said you needed it. You texted me and said you needed it. Hey, it's time for what's in the box. We need to do it. (laughs) Oh, I see. Eric Ruby said, he said, I need BTN. I said, what's BTN? He said, buy the numbers. I said, oh, you need them? We still haven't given you those? (laughs) Shoot, we were supposed to do that. Checks watch 30 minutes ago. All right, you guys, let's take a look at some numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union, named by Forbes. Espo, take it away. Do I have to? What's you in do. this box is not pretty. <laughs> Free throws. Well, the Suns got six more of uh, of them than uh, than OKC, so that was good. 
Suns killed them on the boards by 19, 52 to 33. But guess what? Turnover still sucked. 17 for the Suns, which is right around their average. Nine for the Thunder. And my favorite number of the night. Oh, it's such a delicious one. Two of 21 from the field, 10% in the fourth quarter to OKC's nine of 15, 60%. And that's how you get a 111, 99 ass whooping by the thunder on the phoenix suns yikes i didn't like those numbers tonight yeah 31 to 13 in the fourth you're not gonna win basketball games getting doubled up in the fourth you're just not how many times do you beat a team on the boards like that you have the free throw advantage by six uh you know you you play a a fairly good game across the board and you still find a way to choke in the fourth. That's why, that's why I'm not bugging. That's exactly why. I mean, I I can't say it enough. That's why I'm not exaggerating about this loss because they won the first quarter. They won the second quarter. They won the third quarter and then they collapsed in the fourth. That's not an atrocious basketball team. That's a team that is struggling in the fourth quarter. And again, the answer to that question is a guy that's in street clothes. He is one okay. of the best fourth quarter players in basketball. Uh, not to be a negative Nancy yep. here and pile on the bad news, Uh-oh. but Brad, uh, Brad hurt his back. Frank, Gerald Borgay, who will be joining us with more from the Footprint Center a little bit later on in the show, said <laughs> Frank Vogel said Bradley Beal tweaked his back in the first half and there were, quote, questions about whether he would return, end quote, but he was able to tough it out. Vogel called him a he Vogel said Bradley Beal is a guy that guy's a warrior. Sorry, I struggled through the end of that. Gerald then said he followed up to ask if it was the play right before halftime when Beal looked shaken up at the scores table. Vogel said he wasn't sure if it was a single play or more so just getting irritated. So Oh, can it just keep getting better? The soap opera continues. Why do I feel like this season is two for twenty-one right now for me? Yeah, that's 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 not good. That's not good. So yeah, hopefully it just means that he's got some soreness going on there. Nothing a big deal. Hopefully he doesn't miss any games because like we are all hoping to see the big three on Wednesday. And if we don't, I'm going to be really bummed. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm I, going to make some phone calls and do my thing after the show <laughs> to find out what tweak means. But yeah. when you tweak a back, it's not good. Yeah. Um, especially when you're coming off of a tweak back that supposedly was better and now it's right. tweaked again. And so. I understand having a little bit of soreness. <clears throat> I understand, like, you got to work through some things, but... It is a little bit concerning at this yeah, point, especially since concerning. Frank Vogel is saying it, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, when like they give on, out on, something. Right. Yeah. On, what's today? Sunday? Yeah. So on Friday's game, when Bradley Beal, after the game, was kind of like, you know, I had a little bit of tightness there. Like, that's kind of a little bit to be expected. Yeah. But like for Frank Vogel to say he sort of tweaked it a little yeah, bit that's is a not... smidge more concerning. Uh, I know you're not a believer in curses, but you get any close. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, listen. I mean, did, I, you know what's funny? We—it's not funny. We talked about it before the game. If do you guys remember what I told y'all before the game started? I said I don't even care what happens tonight. I just don't want no injuries. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. right. So you were the curse. No, I mean. Too. So it's you. Maybe. I'm sorry, it's you. guys. Yeah. Flex. You're I was, the problem. I was hoping it's we, you. I was hoping we get through this game without any hiccups. <laughs> but, yeah. I, Okay, let's do a couple more super chats here. Big Vernon sent us one and said, 
Why when we double, it's always a disaster. Guys, I'm frustrated and I don't really get frustrated. We need book. Man, I still have high hopes though. Why when we double? I I don't think the rotations are very clean right now defensively. Yeah, nah. oh. Which which is another concern because yes, Devin may fix offensive things. Uh, I don't know that he fixes defensive rotations and this team again margins are thin little things like that one or two buckets because you don't rotate to the guy right you go under the screen instead of over it whatever the case may be make the difference in these kind of things and they need to clean it up frank vogel obviously there's no better to to help clean up a defense but these these small mental lapses too and i think you you hit on a point earlier some of this could start could be mental right now where it starts to go a little south in the fourth quarter and it snowballs because just like the rest of us, it's, oh, no, it's happening again, right? Yeah. Uh, but they're human. I, I get it, but clean up the clean up the defense, clean up the little things. The rotation is one of those concerning things. Yeah. This one's from Iverson. Iverson said, I'm negative, though, according to people. I think that might be a jab at me and you, Espo, because we've been on one tonight. And you know what? You're not wrong, Iverson. No, some, I'm being negative tonight. Sometimes it's I'm warranted. tired, I'm cranky, <laughs> and I'm over-losing. So, double yeah. Chelsea's this evening. Deal with it. It is Ooh. what it is. <laughs> um, then we have one from Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. Said, Frank is coaching like poop emoji. It is pissing me off. Ugh. Ooh. I mean. We're going to start going down that one, too, soon. Yeah. Well. I think it's already kind of started. Oh, it's starting. The coaching. I think it's I shenanigans have started. It's, it's going to get worse if things don't get figured it out. Or yeah. figured it out if things don't get figured out. Yeah. Uh, Tim from, me, from Phoenix sent us one. Thank you, Tim. Said two of 21 shooting in the fourth quarter for a team with Katie and Beal. Dot, dot, dot. Yikes. It's completely mental at this point. They just need to win one of these in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, I don't hope disagree. it's as simple as that. If it's as simple as that, then this is an easy fix, right? Yeah. They just... I mean, th that's what you hope. It's an easy fix. But in the back of your head, you can't help but wonder, but what if it's not? Because if this was an easy fix, wouldn't you have fixed it after multiple collapses like this I mean, in a fourth? I suppose. Yeah. Um, Killer Rex said, how can you say Booker is the reason for these losses when they've been up without him multiple times? I can say that clearly because Devin will help you close these losses. You're collapsing in the fourth quarter, dude. That's why I'm saying that. You're collapsing in the fourth quarter. And Devin Booker is a guy that can carry you in the fourth quarter. So that's, to me, I don't understand this question. Of course, that's why I'm saying it. You can't score in the fourth quarter. You're two for, two for 21? Two for 21. Devin Booker helps you at two for 21. He helps you not be two for 21. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't get how... I don't know how complicated that is. I mean, I get what you're saying because, for one, <clears throat> Katie doesn't have to do the brunt of the work. This is not, I don't think this is throwing shade at all, but just know that it's not meant to if it sounds like it. But Devin is better than Bradley Beal. So you're going to have multiple options now. And because Devin is younger than Katie, he can carry a little bit more of the load if need be. Yes. So it does. I get what you're saying. And I, I don't help. I don't I, I don't dis, like I get what he's saying. And I'm not necessarily yelling at him. I'm right. yelling at the whole narrative of uh, P 
people questioning the Devin Booker thing, I'm like, this is one of the best players in the world. Of course he helps. <laughs> this next super chat is kind of makes me laugh. <laughs> Why not? Again, said maybe the Suns have a limited number of passes to use on offense and they're all out by the fourth <laughs> quarter. Puke emoji face. I think that might be it, but Could let's hear it. what Frank Vogel had to say about mm -hmm. the fourth quarter and see what he thinks. Yeah, tough quarter. Um, I think t tonight's fourth quarter is different than you know some of the other fourth quarter struggles we've had. Uh, the last 48 hours, you put a lot of uh, work into our execution. I felt like our execution was better. Shots just didn't fall, and um, you know it's a tough night. You know, I, I think. Uh, you know, you got Brad battling, battling through his back injury and, and uh, trying to get his legs under him. You know, KD's been carrying a heavy load uh, for us uh, all season, played every game in, in pretty big minutes. Um, but I think the execution was better than it was uh, versus the Lakers and versus, you know, with some of the other fourth quarter breakdowns. We just didn't make shots. Need them shots to fall. Yeah. Almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, right? To, Isn't that the saying? To... I look, I looked it up, Flex, because you <laughs> Talk keep to talking. Talk to me. Fourth quarter in book, so I, I want to maybe take a step back, take a breath. This year in the two games, they are one and one in those games, but Devin Booker is averaging eight and a half points, three and a half assists, two and a half rebounds in the fourth quarter. So, and he's shooting fifty percent. I averaged three or six attempts, three makes. He will calm some of it down. You won't shoot 10%. I hope it's enough to fix all of this. Yeah. I'm 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 hoping. I will keep that I will keep that hope alive uh, for you, my brother. Yeah. No, right? I, I might what I'm about to say, people might think is outlandish and crazy. The Suns are four and six mm -hmm. right now. I I truly, from the bottom of my heart, believe if Devin Booker played in every game this year, we're probably 10-2. and two. It, it was fourth quarters. This team has been hanging around every game, fourth quarters. You need your you need your, your primetime guy around. So I, I'm comfortable saying I think the Suns will be like 10-2 and two if he played in these games. Now, he didn't. So they are what they are. You, Bill Parcells, what did he say, Espo? You are what your record says you are. Mm -hmm. So we're four and six. Sky's not falling. Ten games in. We got 72 left. Let's see what happens. That's it. I mean, I'm more concerned now with Brad Beal than anything. Yeah, uh, same. Hopefully we get an update <clears throat> on him sooner rather than later, and we kind of get an idea of what's going on there. Uh, no transition here, but you guys should definitely <laughs> check out our friends over at Empire today. With the holidays just around the corner, nothing will make your home sparkle more than brand new floors that you are guaranteed to love. With Empire today, you get shop at home convenience, which we all know is like a win-win in my book because going somewhere and having to figure it out and all the things that come with that, no, hard pass. I want to shop at home with super convenient, um, just everything. Literally everything is so convenient. The right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. Empire Today is the place to go for new flooring. They also have a really cool floor visualizer, and you can try it out by visiting empiretoday.com slash phnx where you can see the floors in your own space, which is super helpful if you're a little indecisive like I am. Uh, schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when you use promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. Lindsay, you know what happened to the Suns in the, floor, in the fourth? What? 
They got waxed. And you know what needs waxed? Hardwood flooring. And you can get that at Empire today. (laughs) See, I think when the Suns lose, because Hello got it right. He said, hello. Or, oh, no, the Suns took away Lindsay's ad transition. (laughs) When we lose, I can't do it. I can't do it. So you're going to have to do the All transitions right. from now on when we lose. Who's next? I only, uh, OGs. OG. Well, what you got? You know what? If you feel like me tonight and you're a little, you know, amped up and angry, OGs has got you covered. Yeah. They'll help you fall asleep and stay asleep. They've got the best scratch me THC gummies and a variety of flavors as well as, I don't know, what would they be called? Styles? Like Styles, types? Yeah, types. Strains. Strains? Yeah. Something like that? So, just like just like Bradley Beal's back strain. Oh, Jesus no. got plenty oh, of different man. strains for you. <laughs> but we have a coupon code for you guys. So right now you can get 25% off any OG's product at your neighborhood Zenleaf locations until the 30th of November. So take advantage of that. But only when you place an order online and use the code PHNX. So here's how you do it. You just had to... ZenLeafDispensaries.com. Find your closest location. Order your favorite OG's gummies for pickup and enter discount code PHNX to get 25% off at checkout. Now, this deal is exclusively for you guys. And a reminder, it is only available for online and pickup orders. That discount code again is PHNX. And one more time, it's active only until November 30th. So make sure you take advantage of that sooner rather than later. Okay, let's take a peek at a few more of these super chats here. Kyle, thank you for yours. Kyle said, I'm panicking. I don't care. How are we this bad? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Struggle bus, struggle bus. Hi, Kyle. I'm right there with you, I think. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) My Kafka sent us one and said, this team was designed to be led by Devin Booker. Thank God for Eric Gordon and Grayson Allen for keeping us close through three quarters. I don't I don't disagree with that. I mean, Eric Gordon could have helped tonight, too. Yeah, he could. That was a bummer. And I hope whatever is going on there is also not um, yeah. too, too rough because they're still calling it soreness. Yes, shoulder. Yeah. Um, but then they said they went through all the injury, like the correct injury processes to get it like checked out or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, he'll be all right. I hope Shoulder, it's just shoulder. Just soreness. Yeah, he'll be all right. Uh, Frank said, Suns averaging 20 turnovers a game, it seems like. Sometimes it does feel like that. At one point, it was 17.4. I think it's just shy of 17 right now, but I'd have to look it up or do the math, and I don't feel like that tonight. Yeah. Thunderstand sent us one, and they're a little bit bit bummed. Said, um, a team with Beal and Katie that can't score 100 is dog poop. Yeah. I mean, tonight they were. Tonight they were. I mean, KD's doing everything he can, and it's clear from what Frank said in the post game that Bill aggravated something again. So it's it's hard to play on a bad back. I, I yeah. trust me, I've lived it. So, mm-hmm. um, it, at the end of the day, I, I know a lot of people hate me tonight, and it's cool. Y'all can throw you know frustration on flex, no problem. But he, here's another thing I'll say, Lindsay, and and Espo. You know, when we were doing our preseason projections, right? We mm-hmm. all we all did that. Um, I don't think anybody had the Memphis Grizzlies at fifteen. No. But I also nobody had Oh, we got we got the we got the list. We can go back and look at it another time. But I I know no one had them fifteen. No, but we right. all said they'd struggle with Jaw out for twenty five games. Well, you and this sure was did. before we knew about sure all of their injuries. Yeah, no, and so Stephen Adams and all that kind of stuff. Right, is a big difference but I, too. I I I say that to say, 
this is a stars league. Like these these guys, the the, the way basketball is played now, it's a stars league, and you're looking at Memphis at two and eight, and you're realizing that, yeah, John ja makes a difference. John ja Morant makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. You you go from being a good middle of the pack team to being literally the worst team, one player, and yeah. so that's that's what it is. I love you, man. But again. Memphis doesn't have a super team. Memphis had a good team with a star. This is a team that has a surefire future Hall of Famer who set records last year for shooting efficiency. Mm -hmm. They've got Bradley Beal, who coming into the season was ranked 35th. I get it. Back injury. You know, so like... I don't think it's a fair comparison. And I get in the general thought that nobody expected to be where it's at and nobody expected the Suns to be where they're at and a star is missing. I I get that. I just, I think the big frustration point is we were sold on this team is deeper. Mm -hmm. This team has multiple redundancies when it comes to stars. So if Devin Booker is out, you don't wind up where you, you have been. And right now, it's not working, and I think that's where the the frustration, the angst, when you mix it in with what we've seen over the last three years in disappointment and blowing a 2-0 lead in the finals, blowing the, the Mav series, not being able to get it done against Denver and getting blown out in a final game. I think this is a culmination uh, of all of that when we were sold this team is supposed to be the answer this team is supposed to be different. This team is supposed to be where we've always wanted to be and the best, most talented Suns team we've ever seen. And you come out of the gates four and six, regardless of who's been there, and I think that's where you get this frustration. When you should be worried, when all of us should be worried, is when nobody's commenting about it because all of a sudden it's turned into apathy yeah. rather than anger. Right now, <clears throat> this is just a lot of people frustrated because they felt like they were sold one idea and we have not seen that idea come anywhere near fruition with or without Devin Booker at this point. And we've seen some of the worst fourth quarter basketball we've ever seen. Yeah. That's okay. my not angry version of what I was saying earlier. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys want to keep doing super chats or do you want to try and find some positives from today? Yeah, let's game? go. Let's keep doing super. Super they chats. Paid? Let's keep All doing right. them. Let's roll uh, Mike Kafka sent one and said, campaign is playing better than anyone. All caps on the suns from three through 12. Only Booker and Durant are playing better. Let's look this up. <clears throat> I don't, I refuse to believe this. There's a lot of things. <laughs> I will believe, but I refuse to believe this. Cameron Payne this season. Let's look at it. Averaging 6.9 points, 1.8 assists, 52% shooting, 54 from three uh, in 18 minutes a game. I would argue that Grayson Allen is playing better. There's a lot of guys playing better. I get the general sense. I get that we're starved for a traditional point guard, but let me remind you, campaign is not a traditional point guard. Campaign is very much like the guys you have handling the ball here. Love campaign, but I, I think that's a step too far. And the Bucks, by the way, five and four themselves right now. So oh, blow it up. 
the anonymous Buddha sent us one and said, someone really needs to create an atmosphere of seriousness here. We are worse than a tanking team right now. And no book will not solve this. If these are fixable issues, why isn't it getting fixed? Because book's not there. <laughs> oh, I don't know what, what else to say. This atmosphere I don't know what else to say, man. <laughs> That's like asking me why the Chiefs <laughs> lost, but Pat Mahomes didn't play. Like I, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I again, I, Espo made a great point. The fact that people are frustrated that means we're relevant. They love the team. They have interest. When they're not frustrated and they give up, then we got something to really worry about. So I get it, guys. Like get it out. Be frustrated, but that won't change my opinion. Like my opinion is. Things are going to get better. You know, I'm excited for Gerald to come on because I want to know if he senses a little bit of frustration with any of the guys. Because I would like to know that they're frustrated right now. I, you know I'm what sure. I mean? I'm sure they're frustrated. I'm sure they are, but I want to. I want to yeah. like. I want at least Gerald to visibly be able to see it. You know, I'm, that would make I'm, me feel a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly, sure they're frustrated. I, I would have liked Frank to be a little bit more than. Well, we Same. just didn't make shots. I kind of wanted yeah. a little bit like I want Frankie Smokes that got all angry and red faced during the game. I need a little bit of that after a bad loss. Like, I, mean, I need a little bit of that. I get that technically he was correct. Yes, you didn't make shots. But like I would have liked to have just said, look, I'm frustrated just like everybody yeah. else. I don't want to see these fourth quarter uh, failures. But it, we are, on the other hand, trying to get to the bottom of this and figure it out. That's I'm fine with, but mm -hmm. at some point the, you know, I, I just want to see a little bit of that. Just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Thunderstand sent us one said, this reminds me of last year with Monty when we had injuries and everyone looked confused and we had no role players and just book out there hero balling it up. Espo's right. Well, the last part of that sounded good. <laughs> Uh, Code, thank you for your super chat. They said, where were the Lakers and Pelicans around this time last season? Can yeah. we see the records side by side? Again, it's it's fair. I mean, Miami wasn't very good and got to the finals. This isn't poor dirt on them. It's over. It's just a moment that is very frustrating that you hope isn't revealing bigger flaws that will come back and bite you at some point. Yeah, That's it. Yeah. Uh, Big Vernon said, this is just the team Katie left Brooklyn. 18-2 and two record. I don't want to believe that. I, I think, I don't know what he's trying to say here, but I, I think I know what he's trying to say. See, last year, Brooklyn started like 3-6, and six, and then they went 18-2 and two in a stretch. Oh, okay. So I okay. believe that's what okay. he's saying. I was uh, I was thinking it was like the same idea that everybody else no, is yeah. like, this is just Brooklyn 2.0. Yeah, no, I think that's okay. what he's trying to okay. say. That makes more sense. Yeah. I hope that's They started slow last year and then racked out 18 out of 20. Okay. <coughs> uh, Book Sunwalker sent us one. Thank you for your super chat. Said two questions, please. One, when is, quote, Book needs to be back going to stop being an excuse? We got Katie and Beal. When Book's back? <laughs> I, don't, I mean, look, my my biggest fear again, love you, man. And this ahead, is not, no, and this ahead, is not a shot ahead. at you. Yeah. I don't want. Well, when book is back to become our version of, yeah, if only Jamal Murray were healthy, because it always felt like such an excuse to me. And we always used to give Nuggets fans crap for that. And 
I just don't want it to become a crutch at some point. And this is the beginning. This is a 10-game stretch, eight of which he, he hasn't been here for. It, it's not a full season, but I don't want that to become a battle cry at some point if if there's more going on here. If it's he misses 30 games and our battle cry is, well, if only we had Devin Booker. Because it always just felt so disingenuous when when the Nuggets fans did it. And maybe that's me being petty because I enjoyed giving Nuggets fans shit for that. Is this our karma you know, for that? I mean, maybe it is, but I don't... Uh, look, what what's everything else been karma for for the last 55 years? I mean, yeah, I, I, mean I don't... Do us, I, at some point, I don't... I don't buy into that, but I just don't, I don't want to crotch. <laughs> you know? What'd you do in your past life that made this so bad for all of us, Espo? <laughs> I, I, can you fix it? I, I don't for know. For the love of I God, remember my you know what the irony is, is that they were right though. Like when Jamal Murray came back and had a full year, they won a championship. Yeah. yeah so. But I don't um, like to think about that part. I hear that. Flex. I hear that. The second question of that super chat was why aren't any plays being run for KD? He's just jacking up shots out there versus double teams. My fear is the play is being run to get it in his hands. And that's the most creativity that they have in the play. That's, that's my right. concern. No, no, I refuse to believe that. <laughs> Uh, okay, a couple more here. Paisley sent us one. Thank you, Paisley. Said, what is killing this team? Fourth quarter offense and turnovers. Yeah, correct. Yes. <laughs> no doubt. Raymond sent us one and said, the Western Conference is hard. Just face it. Uh, that's, yeah. uh, that's also But fair. we're also supposed to be a hard team to beat. Yeah, I mean, when we're, we're, we're whole. We're supposed to be a part of that. <laughs> When we're whole, Lens, we're supposed uh, to be know, a hard team to beat. With two of three, I'll still say we should be a little bit. Is, uh, you know, I'm starting to wonder. It should it be can, a little different. Is it even fair to say two of three? One and a half of they, three. Yeah. Fine. That's probably more more accurate at this point. Listen. The way Brad has been going back and forth. One and a half of three, two of three. We should still be a little bit difficult. <clears throat> I mean, tonight, I'm just saying. KD is still the best player out there on the court between yeah. the two teams. Yeah. I. So. All right, uh, Dab Trim sent us one and said, y'all remember when the Celtics were complete garbage yeah. and no one was sure if Jalen and Tatum could coexist, then one day it just clicked and they went to the finals? We're going to be fine. That guy right there, I absolutely love that. What's it, what's it, what's it, uh, I can't pronounce Dab Trim? I don't know. Dab Trim. Dab Trim. That is a heck of a super chat. Okay. That's can a I, nice positive. No, that's that's fact. Very can nice positive. Can I rain 20, on it though? They were twenty. You're gonna rain Bro, on Espo, it. Espo, that team was under five hundred. No. Okay, like fifty games into the I, season. I get it, and I think it's a it's a, a fair comparison. But we've brought up the Lakers last year, mm -hmm. the Pelicans last year, the Celtics last year, the Heat last year. What do all four of those teams have in common? Not a goddamn banner from last year, and that's what this season's about. And I, I don't want some consolation prize at all. They made a great turn. I want the Larry O'Brien trophy. And anything short of that is going to be a disappointment in a season where you have a big three. And again, that's why four and six is, a, is so frustrating, and historically bad fourth quarters are frustrating. Yeah, All right. Time. Iverson sent us another one and said, Wolves have won six straight and we play them on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah but guess what, Iverson? We're going to be there. So it's going to be different because it's our takeover, the first <laughs> one of the season. So yeah. all of us and all of you who want to come hang, it's going to be way more fun. And since we're there, they're going to win. That's the rules. Yeah, I mean, 
Sure. The That's the rules. Them the rules. Them the rules. I am concerned about Minnesota's no, size. Minnesota, yeah, no. listen. Minnesota's size. <laughs> it's concerned. Yeah. You can't start that line if you started tonight. <laughs> I'm a, with Minnesota's I'm a, size. I'm going to tell you what. That's a team I've been watching a lot. I record their games. Um, I, They just caught my attention early, and I've been watching their games on tape. Let me tell y'all. That team good. That team is good. I think that team's going to be this year's Sacramento Kings. I think you might look into the end of the year and see Minnesota hovering around that four or five spot. And you're like, damn, I didn't see that coming. Flex, I thought your role here tonight was to make me feel better. Oh, I'm sorry. And that does not man. make me feel better about what Oh, it's going to be tough. Yeah. All right. Trevor sent us another one and said we should be winning games without book regardless. Low-key, though, in some of these games, I do fully agree with Trevor, right? Like, I know Book makes a big difference when he's with this team, but some of these games we absolutely should okay. be winning without Book. Like, I don't I don't okay. care what Book brings. They had enough to win these games. Okay. I, and that's what bothers me. I j- Lakers, mm-hmm. good, good team? Of course. OKC, good team? Very good team, young okay. and up and coming. Yeah. So- Spurs? Where they, there was one with Book, they lost that one. Yeah. Yeah, one without Book, they lost that one too, right? Yeah, they should have won that one. Are the Spurs a playoff team? No. no. I still... But okay. I, I will say these last two have been... They're not like bottom of the barrel teams. The, the Spurs, these, this is, these no, are good teams. but these were winnable games. They were. We should we should be happy that we're... I mean, we were winning this game going into every both games into the fourth. So every game this very season has been yeah, winnable. Very winnable. Yeah. I mean, that's true. I still think the Spurs might just be a bad match. I general, believe that. I do think they're a bad but, match. Uh, I don't want every team has that. Yeah. Every team has that one team every year. That's just um, a bad matchup. Go to Tech Review sent us one said the following takes needs to stop. Fire Vogel, Katie Wash, Bench sucks. Any Brooklyn comparisons? These are not helpful at all. We're in a funk, not whole. I agree. I don't I think agree. any of those takes at this point are yeah. ones we should be. Venturing down, yeah, I think you could maybe question. You can question are they some of the coaching things. Yes, I'm not. not I don't think you can go fired. as far as to call for their jobs, no. though. Not and, yet. And I also think we can start wondering: Is the depth as good as we had hoped at some point in the near future? But again, we haven't seen the bench in the way that it's supposed to be constituted because at least two of those guys have been in your starting lineup. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, all right, I think we have one more real quick, and then we'll come back to others at a later time. Raymond sent us another one and said, at the end of the season, the top five teams are going to be separated by five games. No worries. It's a marathon. Yes, but losing yeah. – What was this the fourth or fifth time you've had a fourth quarter collapse? Those four or five losses, even though they happened in the first mm-hmm. ten, impact – what that final number looks like and the difference between one seed and five seed and, and not having home court could be in a four or five loss span there. So yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, before we bring on Gerald Bourget, our reporter over at gophnext.com to share what, Mo- uh, not Monty. Shoot. God, I, I mean, it could have been Monty. <laughs> what Frank Vogel and the players had to say after tonight's game. I do want to remind you guys that you can get in on the action with BetMGM Sportsbook and sign up using that bonus code PHNX. Now that bonus code will get you some really nice stuff. Okay. All you have to do is place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. And you're going to receive 
$200 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. It is that simple. You can check out the show notes for full details. And now you can listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call Gambler. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York or Ontario. And of course, if you are already starting to look for Christmas gifts, which you should because it's just around the corner, we've got a really good deal for you. Our friends over at Shady Rays, they've got the best deal of the season for you. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code PHNX, and you're going to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. We are talking about premium polarized sunglasses. This is gear that is built to last and you can try it for yourself, and you can gift one to somebody for Christmas as well. Uh, the shades that are rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, that code is PHNX. All right, Eric, you know what to do. In the darkness, beyond the light, there shall only be one. Welcome to All right, we're going to welcome in Gerald Borgay, our reporter here. On the PHNX Suns show, Gerald from the Footprint Center. Gerald, what did Frank Vogel say after tonight's game? Yeah, so I don't know how excited people are going to be to hear this, but he thought that in terms of their execution and the things that they've worked on as far as their fourth quarter offense and decision making, Vogel said they were better. He said he thought that they executed at a higher level. They just could not make shots. Obviously, they shot two for 21 in the fourth, and he was one for eight from three-point range. And that's just not going to cut it. Kevin Durant said after the game, he was asking for those numbers and we gave them to him. He said, that's not going to win games, no matter who you have on your roster, what names you have, how many points they've scored in the history of the game. If you don't make shots in this league, you're going to get beat like that. And, you know, the Thunder did make shots. And this is a good Thunder team. I don't want that to be lost on anyone. Like this is not being up six on the Thunder is not the same as being up, you know, 13 on the Lakers like we saw in the second game of the season or something like that. This is a much better caliber opponent than that. But it is one of those things that this team needs to find a way to make it work. They tried bringing Kevin Durant in uh, to start the fourth quarter by taking him out earlier. They were supposed to take him out with three minutes to go, and instead they took him out with one minute to go. I think it's going to happen again. Okay, no, it didn't happen again. Sorry. Yay! Um, <laughs> there we go. Um, but no, they tried taking him out earlier. Frank Vogel said there was no stoppage in place, so they weren't able to take Kevin Durant, Durant out at like the three-minute mark. And so he didn't get as much of a rest as they were hoping, and it didn't really change anything. But it is something that they might need to look at moving forward because these fourth-quarter lineups aren't working, and Bradley Beal grounding those fourth-quarter lineups at the current state that he's in is not working either. Um, real quick. I thought that was like a drill or something. I didn't know that was kids cheering in the background. That's just so no, much, they're... Lindsay. That's what it sounded like to me. I was she... like, what it's like she's like, kids cheering sound like a drill in my temple. <laughs> the Lindsay Smith story. Lord. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail us there for a minute. Gerald, the biggest thing, you tweeted it out. Uh, Frank Vogel had mentioned that Bradley Beal tweaked his back again. How are we? Give us every, give us the context a little bit more. 
Yeah, so there was a lot that was said about Bradley Beal's back after the game. Vogel said it wasn't a particular play. He thought it was just kind of a buildup um, of him, his back being irritated. We asked Beal about it after the game. He confirmed the same thing. He said he kind of tweaked it, um, and he said he elected to play in the second half, and he's kind of kicking himself a little bit because he played, and now his back's kind of bothering him, and he wasn't able to be effective either. Um, so it was one of those things where he wanted to help his team, but in the end, he felt like he actually kind of hurt the team with the way that he played in that second half. Now the back is bothering him a little bit. Uh, we asked if he's planning on missing any games, if this might be something that keeps him out. He said he hopes not, but he's going to wait and see how it feels in the morning. And he said it's something they need to be smart with uh, because he, you know, his body did not respond well to the ramp up tonight. Uh, this was the first time he said that he's felt kind of like a setback in this process. Um, but it is something to keep an eye on moving forward, and we'll have to keep an eye on his status for Wednesday's game. Thankfully, there's two days in between for him to hopefully get that back right. Uh, but we know these back injuries are tricky, and if he played through some of the pain and wasn't able to go, it is something that he could wake up tomorrow. And, you know, he said he hopes he doesn't feel like he got hit by a bus, but it's a possibility for sure. <laughs> Did you sense, because obviously on this end, there's a lot of frustration from us, from the chat, from fans uh, in general out there. Did you sense any type of frustration from the players, from Vogel? Because what you said from, about, from Vogel, what we saw, it didn't seem like there's a lot of, uh, of frustration necessarily. No, that's just fan perception. And I will say this, when people are upset about wins and losses, they skew anything these guys say is going to be taken the wrong way. Like they are all very frustrated with this. They keep hitting their head on the same wall. And it sucks because it is something that they've been drilling and working on in practice to avoid this type of thing happening again. They did try to pull KD earlier. So he was out there to start the fourth with Bradley Beal. Like, they have everything that they need to be successful in the fourth quarter. It's just not happening. There's a lot of frustration out there. But they are also of the mindset that it's a very long season. We're only at game 10 in this process. And we still haven't had a single game with the big three healthy and out there together. And, you know, we've been saying this since the beginning. This season does not start for this team until we see the big three out there together. Like, we knew coming into this season that this team isn't going to achieve anything if those three can't stay healthy. So far, we have not gotten a good end of that deal, and it's something to definitely be concerned about. But we knew that if those three couldn't stay healthy, we were going to be in this situation anyway. So nothing that we've seen should be surprising. These are fourth quarters that this team should be winning. These are games that they should be winning. This is the fourth time that they've lost a game where they led by six or more entering the fourth quarter. And that's inexcusable no matter who is out there. I'm not going to you know, hide behind that. But I will say we also shouldn't be surprised when we've gotten – three games of Bradley Beal and two games of Devin Booker. Like the situation just kind of is what it is until they get healthy. Can we agree two of 21 is, is surprising though. Like it's the third oh, worst shooting percentage in a quarter ever. Like it's pretty bad. Oh, it's, it's, it's atrocious. Again, I'm not defending that in any way. And like I said, everybody in that locker room is frustrated. They're not happy, but they also understand it's a much longer season that shots are going to fall. And they did like their execution. They just couldn't hit shots. Kevin Durant was saying after the game over and over, he's been saying it these last couple of games where they've choked away leads. It's a make or miss league. Everything looks a lot better when you're making shots and everything looks 10 times worse when you're missing shots. And I think that's just kind of where we've been the last week or so.
Gerald, do you want to look at some positives with us? Because I don't think we've done that at all on this show yet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's do that. All right. Well, the positive tonight is that we named our big, bright, shining star the entire Suns bench tonight. Because this, at least at least in the beginning, part of before the fourth quarter, right? This was probably one of the better games that we've seen from our bench as a whole. Everyone yeah. looked good in certain areas. Obviously, we got some positive uh, moments from Drew Eubanks, from Jordan Goodwin. Yuta hit two threes. Like, yeah, we gave it to the bench. What do you think, Gerald? Yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. Nobody else really played that great. So it makes sense <laughs> that we gave. Like, I, I thought, I thought Eubanks was great. We finally saw a lot of the above the rim finishing ability that we've been talking about with him for a while. I think they're figuring out his passing lanes a little better and when to get him the ball so that he can elevate and dunk on some people. Um, Yuda knocked down a couple of threes. I know people have been super concerned about him. I thought the last couple of games he's been a lot better and a lot more efficient from three-point range, even though he's still not contributing to the level that we think he can. Um, Jordan Goodwin had a good shooting night, which it kind of feels like a pity to waste a game like that because we know it's been rough to start the season. Um, But the guy brings a ton of energy defensively, a lot of effort on that end. Uh, and Josh Okogie, I know he was starting as well, and he couldn't, you know, make any threes. He's for his last twelve, I think. Yeah. But he was attacking. He was. Tr- he said after the game, "I'm trying to find ways to impact the game when my shot is not falling on the offensive end." Got to the line eight times uh, in the first half, and that's exactly what you want to see from him. It's not just as simple as, "Oh, he needs to attack the basket. He needs to put his head down and go." The spacing's not always going to provide for that, especially if they're playing off him. He is going to have to take some of those threes. Uh, but he just needs to see one fall at this point in time. Like it, it, he was shooting with more confidence tonight, which is good. You don't want him hesitating and then shooting. You better just shoot it. Uh, but he really needs to see one fall because right now the spacing is dead out there. If he's unable to knock down, you know, just one or two of those threes. Uh, Gerald, hello wants to know if which was happier, attack on Titan or the Phoenix Suns fourth <laughs> quarter. I don't understand that. I'm guessing it's nerd talk, but it's not nerd talk. It's one of the most popular animes of all time. But I will say, uh, yeah, the fourth yeah, that's not nerdy at all. Was, was pretty bleak. It's not nerd is monoculture. Get with the program. <laughs> on, you guys you are the said, nerds. It's one of the most popular anime animes ever, which is the most nerdiest comeback I think I've ever heard. Um, actually, it's not uh, nerdy. Everybody watches it. <laughs> You want to know uh, what nerd I is monoculture, so get on our level. That's all I'm Again, say. a nerdy comment, nerd is money, monoculture. Uh, I watched Mars Attacks last night. Was that, any, was that uh, anywhere in that? Is that kind of in that mix or no? Such that a good no, count? no. no? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about. I've never seen it. So. I haven't either. I have yeah, no I idea what's going I don't know on. What's going on there? <laughs> Mars Attacks is fantastic. Do you guys want something else positive? Sure. Since Hello brought us back down. Uh, the Denver Nuggets lost 107 104 to the Rockets despite Nikola Jokic having 36 points, 21 rebounds, and 11 assists. So, you know what? It happens Hello. to everybody. So, you're telling me it is difficult to win without your second or third best player on the court? Is that what you're saying? Uh, if, if, if only Jamal Jerry. Murray or Devin Booker were healthy. My guy, Jerry. <laughs> no, Hold my on. guy. I'm hearing. That's what my, I'm hearing. My sources are telling me that's true. <laughs> my guy, Jerry, always coming in clutch. I, I, I'm trying to tell him that it's hard to win in the NBA when you're missing 
You're number one or you're number two or you're number three, and your number three is actually right. half right now because he can't. It's hard, man. When you take a giant I got, number I got two. A I got a question for you, Jay, before we go real quick. So, I mean, I'm of the belief, my years around basketball, role players are to keep you in a basketball game, stars finish them. Um, I feel like this basketball team right now is asking role players to finish games. And that's why this fourth quarters are we're collapsing because I feel like Kevin needs another guy to help him close things out in the fourth. But these guys are not built to be finishers. That's why they're role players. How do you feel about that? Do you do you agree that, you know, these guys are still being put in spots that just aren't, you know, of their they're not they're not of that mode. And so that's why some of these fourth quarter things are happening. I think there's a lot of pressure on everybody right now. And, and I think that comes with not having Devin Booker, with not having Bradley Beal for stretches. And I think all of these guys feel it. Like, they're not immune to, you know, a quick Twitter scroll to see what people are saying about the game. They right. know what people think. They, you can hear the angst and anxiety in this building when they go on a, a stretch where the other team keeps scoring and they can't hit anything. Like, you can just – it feels – I don't want to say like the playoff eliminations of the last two years, but there is a certain oomph in this building, like when the team is not playing well. Um, and that's not to blame the fans in any way, shape or form for how the team is playing. They've got to hit shots. There's no question about that. But I think everybody is acutely aware of this team's recent fourth quarter struggles. I think they've worked really hard to try and fix them. And I think that adds an extra layer of like pressure when it starts going the other team's way or when shots don't fall. Um, you know, they, they, they all pretty much agreed that they thought their execution was better tonight, but they just couldn't hit a damn shot. And I, I think they're in their heads a little bit. They need one of these fourth quarters to just break through where, where the roof opens up and they start hitting all these shots to just kind of get rid of all this bad juju. I, I don't want to talk about vibes as opposed to X's and O's a lot of the time, but I really do think this team is a little bit in their heads when it comes yeah. to that, that clock switching from third quarter to fourth quarter. Uh, Gerald, could just this just be a step as we ascend? Uh, you know, because we don't <laughs> skip steps here in Phoenix. Apparently, we fall down them in fourth quarter. So, I I mean, you better hope it's an elevator at this point because we're still on the ground floor right now. <laughs> so we need book to take us to the top here pretty soon. <laughs> Gerald, anything else? Uh, that's all I got for you tonight. Just take it easy, guys. It is going to get better, I promise. Uh, we, we we knew the deal coming in. We knew this big three needed to stay healthy. They haven't been, and this is what we're seeing. That's all I got. <laughs> that was so dumb. <laughs> that made me laugh. Okay, bye, Gerald. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you, G. That was my, bye, guys. my version of a joke that was the version of the Sun's fourth quarter there. Stupid, but it was good. <laughs> I loved it. All right. Um, w a couple more things before we say goodbye. First and foremost, let's all have a moment of silence for our bets from the pregame show because none of them survived. <laughs> Saul is officially down a hundred bucks on the season. He has not hit one time. <laughs> Negative one hundred. Not bothered. I have a whole whopping fifty cents to my name, y'all. I literally took a minus one thirty bet today, and it didn't hit. 
Like, I'm down bad right now. Flex, you're holding on. You got $17.45. That and feels Espo, like a million dollars watching right? what's going on. Shoot. <laughs> Espo, you're minus $57.50. This is not great. If I had hit tonight, I would have been a big. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, still not. Whew, not great. And then a couple more super chats and some things from the chat as well. Go to Tech Review. Sent us another one. Said the key element missing is team identity, sadly. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't think this team knows who they yeah, are. That's yeah, that's last, fair. Last game. Yeah. Uh, Mike Kafka sent us another one, said a wise man once said, quote, role players keep you in games, stars finish games. That's why we're having issues in the fourth quarter. Is there an echo in this room? <laughs> who said Yo, that? Yo, that dude, who, who said that? He no, said that. He is so bright that he's got to wear sunglasses. <laughs> Wasn't that Socrates? I'm pretty sure that was Socrates. <laughs> yeah, Socrates, the Socrates, the old basketball philosopher. Um, then a couple more things from the chat. Chino Alpha Wolf said, it was a pleasure meeting you at the El Valle event. I ran into him there and super dope guy. You guys should follow him on uh, YouTube as well. Big Suns fan. Maybe we'll have him on the show sometime uh, soon as well. Uh, my name is Fat Mike. Said Mars Attacks is great. Honestly, I've never seen it before, and I didn't finish it. And now I feel like I want to. Yes. I didn't realize how many people were in that movie. Glenn Close, uh, like everybody. Jack Nicholson, Sarah Jessica Sarah, Parker. Yeah, yes. What's his face? Um, uh, Nacho Libre. What's his name? Oh, uh, oh Jack yeah. Black. Yes, Jack yes. Black. Like it, so many people. It's, it's very, very entertaining. Yeah. So I gotta watch the rest I, of that. One. I saw a movie last night, Espo Copland. You ever see it? Uh, with uh, with uh, Rocky. Yes. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, Stallone. De Niro. Yeah. I've never seen that movie ever. I was I just laying in bed. And it's like 1997 this came out. It's called Copland. It was pretty good, man. I think Stallone directed it? That's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Copland. Okay. 1997. I'm not that old, but yeah. Uh, Jay said, I love inside jokes. I'd like to be a part of one one day. Jay, you are a part of an inside joke. It's the green screen joke, and it got you on the list. Hmm. Uh, Leo sent us a super chat and said, prayers to the original Valley Boy, Kelly Oubre Jr. Yes. Yeah, shit, yeah, talk uh, about That was awful to hear about last night. Hopefully everything heals quickly and correctly, because he was playing some really good basketball, really and that's basketball. unfortunate. Um, not just from the basketball standpoint, but just as a whole having to go through something like that. Not, yeah. not cool. up, and At least he's out of the hospital, yeah. though. Seems like everything is fine mm -hmm. from like a severity perspective. Sounds like a broken rib. Is yeah, what it sounds like. Um, but hopefully he continues to heal and figure out whatever happened there. R Ryan's right. Stallone didn't direct Copland. It was James Mangold. I was incorrect on that. Okay. Still yeah. good. I, I know people were really worried about that. Glad we could update it. <laughs> All right. Anything else, you guys? Yeah, somebody in the chat said Lindsay seems like somebody that seasons her Easy Mac. I thought that was entertaining. That what? That you you season your Easy Mac, your well, Easy Mac and cheese. Is that a compliment? I don't know. I'm going to take I'm, that as I'm a compliment. I'm unsure. Code said it. I'm going to take that as a compliment, Code. And if it <laughs> wasn't a compliment, keep that to yourself. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. If you are here on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button on your way out. It helps us out a lot. We are going to be off tomorrow, so we're not going to have a show for you, but we will be back on Tuesday um, with hopefully some updates from Sun's practice in the meantime to share with you on Book and Beal and all the things. So keep an eye out on our Twitter 
at phnx underscore sons. So next time we'll see you on the show, Tuesday, 3 p.m. And like I said, until then, you give the show a follow on Twitter. Uh, you can also give me a follow if you'd like at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald, who joined us earlier, at Gerald Borgay. You can j- follow Flex at Flex from Jersey. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. I'd like to tell you it could get worse, and it probably can. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>